Game of Cool podcast, iteration 12. From the lands of Western Canada. Wakanda forever! Welcome to this week from the Cave of Cool. of Western Canada, the Wakanda of the North. Welcome to This Week from the Cave of Cool. I'm Calvin Hyten. And I'm M.D. Jackson. And this is our first show of 2019. We're talking about the big 9 million visit mark that I hit at the Cave of Cool. We talked about the Orville, but I am broken up with the Orville, so you're going to want to hear about that. Amateur strippers and Yellowknife. You're going to want to hear that story, people, because really, Stripping is not a profession for an amateur. I keep telling that to your mama. And so many other things going on, because 2019 is going to be the year that my head finally explodes. This week from the Cave of Cool, ask the question, has the world gone mad? Listen with us, and we'll find out. Yes, you will find out. I, I think you can guess my answer. Tell me about Calvin's Canadian Cave of Cool. Well, Calvin's Canadian Cave of Cool has been lasting for 10 years, and you can't beat that. The Cave of Cool is your source of everything cool on the Internet. Anything that I see in my daily travels, and trust me, i got lots of time to do my daily travels, I will post for you. If there's a new movie review, if there's new something for me to bitch about, it will be there. So trust me, you want to make the Cave of Cool one of your stops on the day. Come peruse my archive. Because when I feel like killing somebody, I go back to my archive, and that makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I've actually contributed to the world and to your world, and I've entertained you a little bit, and that's all I really care about. That sounds like gold. How do I find the Cave of Cool? Well, of course, you go on to the Google, which the Google is the source of everything. You put in Calvin's Canadian Cave of Cool. But if you don't want to write that much and you're illiterate, you could put Calvin's Cave of Cool or Cave of Cool or just Cool. And it'll probably show up one or two on the Google and then come and visit and see what you like. I mean, I've always got great things up and I like to think my market is huge because I'm cool. You will be cool from following the Cave of Cool. We're on Podbean, caveofcool.podbean.com if you want to find the rest of our podcasts. And if you don't like Podbean, if you're an iTunes kind of person, go to iTunes, go to podcasts, look up Canadian Cave of Cool or Calvin's Canadian Cave of Cool or just Cave of Cool. It'll come up. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Please. I mean, come on. Just to give me positive comments, I mean, think how much better that it will make your life. I mean, it won't matter to me, of course, but but to my friend M.G. Jackson here, I mean, he's the sensitive boy. He needs validation, so please, give it to him. Of course, I don't care, but I care. And so I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep There's a lot going on. Oh, my God. It's almost too much. It really is almost too much. I mean, with the with the idiot Trump, um, just every day it, with, with him, with that Muppet, I wish he'd just go away and I could just concentrate on little things. You know what I mean? You know, the uh-huh. Oscar nominations come out this week, and I can't even half bother um, to care, even though it's one of those years when it's really – uh, movies I liked are actually got nominated, and it's really competitive. And uh, especially, uh, you know, Black Panther got nominated for Best Picture, which t- to me is is tremendous. I think that's incredible. And I think especially it was going to happen anyway with all the bullshit they tried to do to get around nominating it when they could have just said, okay, we'll nominate you because you really deserve it. 
Yeah. Right. Um, the the costume, of course, is going to win because uh, it's amazing. And I, I watched a really neat little documentary about how the costumes were made and where the influences come from, um, actual African tribes and so on. And it's it's really, really well done and it's really well thought out. And I, I hope it gets recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Whoopi Goldberg said something I thought was, was really interesting. And she said that uh, the people who vote for these are former winners and members of the Academy and so on. Um, so they're just looking for what, they like in their kind of categories. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get these really obscure movies that none of us ever see with these obscure performances that I just don't get. I mean, William Defoe in some movie I don't, I didn't even know existed when he should have got for maybe Aquaman. You know what I mean? Like why not, why not give a guy something for a whole body of, of, of work, you know? Yeah. The chances of, of Black Panther winning Best Picture. I don't know. I don't know, man. You got you got you got uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, which of course the first time that got nominated, everybody bitched about it. Why? Why is what uh, uh, undeserved nominations this year, right? And of course, it's it's that movie. It's Rami Malek, but he's going to win Best Actor over over um, um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. He's going to win that movie. Could very well win Best Picture, or at least take enough of votes away from a battle between other movies. Uh, for Black Panther to sneak in, maybe maybe it's A Star Is Born versus um, Bohemian Rhapsody with Black Panther kind of being the dark horse. <laughs> I would kind of like to see that kind of uh, thing happen. That would be um, interesting. I would be really in- and for the first time in years, I'm actually interested in watching live mm-hmm. instead of waiting for the the updates to come by like I always do. Because you know, I, I I've said it before, I haven't loved that program since uh, Star Wars lost to frickin' Annie Hall. Annie Hall. And I and I became like a real movie guy during the age of video. Yeah. So I could have watched lots of, of uh, Woody Allen. I watched Sleeper. Um, I barely watched anything else he ever did because I was so, uh, you know, obscenely insulted by the world at 12 years old that my Star Wars did not win to this freaking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I came up with, like, I, I actually studied his career in movies so that I could talk about all the reasons that he's really bad and stupid and I hate him. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, he goes and bees a real human uh, human piece of garbage anyway, um, just like uh, uh, Polanski, and yeah. they get a pass from this group. And so it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth, you know, with all that uh that bullshit that he's done. So, so I, I'm not a big fan of watching the Oscars, but I'll, I'll, I'll check in this year. Especially again, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, who won the Pulitzer Prize for music. Um, the soundtrack is probably the first soundtrack I've bought in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I bought the Guardians of the Galaxy one, but that was old song. Well, that was like a mixtape, right? You already but, have it. Basically. Yeah, exactly. If you exactly. know music, you've already got that. Yeah, if I know <laughs> the words to all the songs, yeah, yeah, basically, right? It's the oldie station. Yeah. Um, in space. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Kendrick Lamar, the 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 song "All the Stars" is is um, nominated. I hope it wins. I hope he wins because that was a fantastic soundtrack album, and and all the collaboration and all the people that he managed to marshal together to put together something fresh and new. And like like I said, I'm at an age where new music to me, I'll see a unicorn before I'll see a new song I like, right? <laughs> It just—it's the way it is. Yeah. Um, is the way my life is. Everybody has that part of their age where they do their music knowledge stops, mm. and in, before then they're geniuses. You know, they know a flock of seagulls, and they know, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, simple minds, and they can tell you the songs and the words and everything. But then there comes a point where I just don't know. And then of course all the music got really, really, really crappy. I mean, go ahead, my p- parents' generation, go ahead and bitch about the. Uh, the age of video. I'll let you now because what came after it uh, is is garbage. And I'm just I'm just an old man just saying it's garbage. It's garbage. 
right? When when on Justin Bieber has like three of the top hits. I heard somebody was saying that the other day of the top ten. I'm going, what the fuck is wrong with this world? I mean, doesn't pay, play an instrument, barely can sing. Um, uh, everything is, you know, it's just garbage. It's all garbage. It's all feuds and garbage. Um, and then, of course, what comes on TV to tempt me in, in, when I'm in this mood? Uh, Celebrity Big Brother, right? Which which is just it's lower than Gypsy Weddings, right? Regular Big Brother's fine because you really you don't know these people, so there's complex things going on, right? right. And I like as they lose their minds slowly, being trapped together like rats mm-hmm. on board the the Pequod. That's what I always call it, right? Because it's worse than Moby Dick, right? <laughs> it's worse than being in there because they keep giving you these ridiculous challenges, and people just end up hating each other and breaking alliances, and and and. But then they're really smart, you know. They've watched the show. These celebrities that claim they watch the show have watched nothing. They're 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 so annoying that if I have to hear about Tom Green's lost cancerous testicle, uh, one he, every every ep- first episode he mentioned it three times. Um, I've watched episode three now. He mentioned it about four or five times. Every time there's a joke possibly to be made about his testicle, he will make that joke, and I'm bored already. Um, you got one black woman who's a Braxton. I guess there's eighty of those um, who's like the bottom of the Braxton barrel, uh-huh. and and she's just as black as as it's almost like a caricature of mm-hmm. a, a black woman these days, right? And she's oh no no, I'm not gonna put that with that kind of bullshit, you know what I mean? As she does that head shaking hip thingy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And well, no, she's no. lying in bed, and the other two come in, the other two idiots. Uh-huh. One is a WWF female wrestler, and uh-huh. the other one is some Olympian, okay? Mm-hmm. So she, they come in, and they go, they're talking, what are we going to call our final two alliance? And the black one is sitting in the room the whole time, right? And then, of course, that blows up, and she's got to make a huge thing about how she discovered their secret final two alliance, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 and Ryan Lochte, the swimmer, he might have 12 medals, but that kid can't add one and two. <laughs> He, he he is the stupidest human being I've ever encountered, like as a celebrity, and that and that show has Dina Lohan on it, not Lindsay Lohan's mother, and when she seems smarter than uh, this Ryan Lochte, I, I just uh. okay. So now when we say celebrity, Big Brother, oh, we're, we're really yeah. stretching the the, oh, the, the definition of celebrity. Yeah, yeah. I I, I know <laughs> the four, names but... you've mentioned just you know are, are not ones that strike me as being like you know household names. No, no, not exactly. Except you might know this guy, Anthony Scaramucci, the Mooch. Ah, the Mooch. Right? I took one look at this guy. Holy fuck! The Mooch is two feet tall. The Mooch is a midget, right? How does anybody listen to this guy or take him seriously? When you see him in a room around other humans that are bigger than a thumb, right? It's like they're gonna step on him if they're not careful. I feel like I'm in Barnum and Bailey Circus, you know, in the old days, right? General Tom Thumb and all the other freak shows. He is like. A tiny little little rat, right? He's just a rat. Uh-huh. Um, and then, of course, who else is in there but Cato Kalin? I Kato waited. Kalin. I timed it, timed it. About wow. 30 seconds before someone asked him about OJ. Well, And yeah. if he did it, right? <laughs> Bitch, please. <laughs> oh. I would be shunning that Cato. And he's so stupid, too. He doesn't understand anything going on around him. And, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Calvin, why do you watch? I, I Actually, I wrote this treatise about 
movies I liked, and and because I watched the Reign of Superman, which was a beautiful, great ending to the the Death of Superman story, and Bumblebee, of course, and all the great shows I've seen before. And I want to get on to uh, Split and Glass, and I've got a couple of those good Netflix movies. There's that cool one with Mads Mikkelsen where he's a kind of uh, retired uh, assassin. That other one, assassins come after him in Alaska, in right? Al- yeah. Yeah, so and and it's it looks batshit crazy, right? Yeah. And I'm so glad it's not 13 episodes like The Punisher, you know. I'm glad it's just one movie I can just okay, because I don't even want to start The Punisher, because then I got to get I well, want to really get into it, you know, and and that's even hard to do. Mm-hmm. So and then and then I get this goddamn celebrity Big Brother, and I'm I'm trying to bail, man. I'm trying, but it's just so horrible that I have to watch. I have to let Dina Lohan get drunk. Let her find where the the wine is, because then we got us a show. Because I've seen her be a freaked out uh, piece of garbage like her daughter, right? Who now lives in Europe and Mm -hmm. runs a club and supposedly has a, well, it's a TV show of her running this club. Yeah. But basically she has the meanest gay man in the world as her assistant, who also wants to be a celebrity and feels so entitled that is beating up on these poor workers who just want to party and get laid. So mm-hmm. the whole concept is horrible. And she shows up for about a half hour every day to bitch at them because uh, her great business empire is being destroyed by these idiots because she's, of course, is such a genius. Um, oh, my God. It, the world, man. The world. You can't be intelligent. You can't be smart. You can't be funny. You can't be interesting and get anywhere these days. You have to be some mutant freak that that should be put in a Thunderdome to fight for their lives against other hillbilly mutant freaks, Um, you know, with random weapons of our choice, Mm -hmm. you know, because I am just – I'm reaching a breaking point. Even entertainment doesn't entertain me anymore, you know? (laughs) Well, you know, I was – I I recently had a a moment about that with with entertainment in that it used to be, you know, people – Used to like to watch heroes, you know. I mean, and even with all the superheroes. Yes. You know, I mean, um, you know, but even that's sort of becoming. I mean, you know, with a little bit with Glass, but but also with other shows, you know, other movies and things like that. The superhero genre is being upended in the same way that you know, Game of Thrones kind of turns Lord of the Rings totally on its head and, and shows right. all the awful stuff about you know. And, and that's right. And, and, I, was, and no I can't remember who I was telling that to that that. Um, you know, I think it was Chris Locker. It was saying, talking about the the new Star Trek series with um, uh, Michelle Yeoh. Yes. Playing yes. the mirror version of of Captain Giorgio. Yes. And I, you know, my I, I would love to see a, a TV series starring Captain Giorgio, but not the mirror version. I wanted to see the original one. But it exactly. Was, it seems that's where entertainment has become. Is we, you know, people just can't get enough of watching awful people do morally questionable things to. I, really, and have we always been like that? Yes. I mean, yep. the, there's a reason the Coliseum was filled to capacity on mm-hmm. call on 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 the days that when it was open, well, right? You know, and that, that that would explain the existence of you know Quentin Tarantino movies and yeah, and and, 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 and reality the fact that, TV and the yeah exactly, and the fact that there's so much choice will never kill one of these genres, right? We'll never totally kill superhero movies because they have their audience. Mm-hmm. We'll never kill bad reality television because it's got its audience. Me, right? Which is, is, is to my great shame, right? Because yeah. I was, I'm better than that. <laughs> but then I'm not because I'll slum it down low because I enjoy that kind of, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just, it's so hard to just, 
you know, focus on something and not feel deprived. That's what it is. I feel like I'm, I sleep very little as it is, and I feel like I don't have enough time in my day for all the things I want to listen to. And sometimes I'll go back to something I've seen already just to because uh, it's familiar, right? Yeah. Well, I'm doing other things because I don't have the attention span anymore. I get of a fruit flies my attention span these days. <laughs> I just can't get it, my, my act together. Mm-hmm. I, and I, and I, I just don't know what it, what it is. Because there is such interesting things. Like you said, Star Trek Discovery. That first episode was amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was so good. Got Christopher Pike, what a captain. You know, mm-hmm. when he's sitting there and, and saying, you know, sound off, but don't use your ranks, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the bridge crew gives their names. Two seconds later, he's giving them orders using their names. Mm-hmm. Who he, he's just heard from, right? Yeah. And, and I was so impressed with that little nugget. And I liked the way that Tilly acted around him. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that his file comes up, and he had an F in astrophysics. Every great <laughs> captain in the Federation has an F in astrophysics. Or or they, they reprogrammed the simulator so they could beat the Kobayashi Maru, well, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. So yeah. no one else can ever do that again, right? And they were forced to give that idiot Kirk uh, a commendation for original thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how he cruised through his whole freaking career, original thinking. How many times did he almost bring the Federation to an end? Right, bring the timeline to an end, like like in Voyager, that they, they, they when the time um, authority yeah. uh, deals with Voyager and they mention Kirk's name, that guy just oh, worst offender ever. Yeah, you know, forty three separate violations of the <laughs> of the timeline, right? Yeah, and yeah. they had a whole book on Kirk, right, and all the things he he <laughs> fucked up just by being Kirk. Yeah, you know, there's thinking outside the box, and then there's you know picking up the box and kicking it out of the out of the playing field and just you know. It's, yeah. it's, you, yeah. you can go too far with that, but and we and we all could see it because, of course, before any of the other programs came along, that was your a good bitch if you had one to bitch about Star Trek, right? Mm-hmm. As the way that the the prime directive was ah fuck convenient, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not the Orville, right? It's like okay, you don't need to have it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's the Orville, but. Yeah. Uh, sorry, man, this is Star Trek. We're better than that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Figure out a better way, you you '60s writers. Um, uh, just, but again, it's I love it because of that. Yeah. Right, yeah. because it's so goofy like that. And then, I, and then the Orville, too. In the vast emptiness of the universe, we have found a fullness of cultural diversity. And when a first contact unfolds, the cosmos becomes a living, breathing organism. And we become a way for the universe to know itself. Wow, that was pretty good. Thanks. I plagiarized it like nine different things. Um, I'm I'm broken up with the Orville right now. I'm not talking to it. Okay. I will not I will not accept any text from the Orville. Um, if if she passes by me in the hallways at school, mm-hmm. I'm going to ignore her. I won't be mean to her. Mm-hmm. I won't ma- make other girls pick on her. I won't. Uh, but if another boy tries to date her, I'm going to discourage it. Because the Orville has hurt me deeply. Okay, I now mean, this um, this is because no, this is because yes. of one of the characters that, that yes. left the show. Yes, which is and the um, fact that, that the security officer, uh, um, Alara Katan, Alana, Alana Katan, Alana Katan, and, and who's I, played, I, played by an actress named Halston Sage. Thank you, Halston Sage. One of the Sage. weirdest names I know. Really cute. It's well, Halston like Sage. You'd, you'd, you'd She's, her name shows. is as cute as she is. Yeah. Right. And and I just loved her. She was great. There's so much potential. Then they introduced her father last year. Who's played by, of course, Robert Picardo, the Robert Doctor Picardo, and Voyager, yeah. and and they mention how how she, you know, some planets like Earth think that it's it's quite an honor to join the military, and he just goes, oh, Earth, 
the hillbillies of the galaxy, right? <laughs> and and it, it just like from him the way he delivered it, it's just gold. Yeah. And the episode where she goes back to her home planet, and he has this revelation about his daughter that he never knew her at all. Yeah. That she is more wonderful than he could possibly imagine. The way he played it, I mean, that broke my heart. Yeah. I mean, no, that, it that, was, that was a fantastic episode. Also, wow. Featuring um, the, the Doctor, guy who plays Doctor Flox. Doctor Flox, uh, Billingsley. Um, yep. Yeah, um, and, he, and he's really good mm-hmm. um, in in that one. But, but just the way Picardo played that part mm-hmm. of the father, I would love to see him now start showing up on the Orville as a as a protective, proud father checking in <laughs> on his daughter. And yeah. because he's from Salea, he'd have all these strength too, right? Yeah. And that would get him into no end of trouble trying to help, mm-hmm. right? But he's a scientist, right? He's not a, a military man. So he would have to get his comeuppance. And maybe him and her and, and, some, uh, and maybe that, uh, some weir- one of the weirdos who from uh, Seinfeld have to save the ship, right? <laughs> and, and she's going to be exasperated because he keeps doing shit that, that is going to make it worse, right? And, and I can think of a thousand episodes just like that off the top of my head that we could have done with her and him, yeah, well, right? You know, Hollywood being the way it is, I mean, people people want to move on for various no, reasons. No, actually, well, you, you heard the rumors, though, right? I I have not heard any rumors at all. Oh, I heard she was uh, get stooped by uh, by uh, uh, by Seth. Oh, he was he was eating where he was pooping. Oh, you, you know, you see, that's I, I thought they were going to set up. You know, I thought they were setting it up so that they would eventually become. You know, I, in, may, in the series, I mean, in the, yeah, you know, maybe and why and why not? Maybe she maybe she's a little young, but they had a kind of cool. You know, relationship. And again, when you saw him react to her on the planet, you thought, oh, this is good. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of her and him. Yeah. Right? I want to see uh, the pickle jar again, right? The, yeah. Can you open this jar, jar of yeah. pickles, right? Yeah. That was kind of, that was really so, neat. So the rumors were that, that there was something yeah. going on behind the scenes and she had to go. She had and to she go. had to go because maybe she was, I hear, oh, she had to make movies. She had another TV series. No, no actor on a series that's got high profile goes and does anything uh, except during hiatus time. Right mm. when they're not filming their series, yeah. I mean, she, any actor would hold on to that role like grim death, because the money they can make now in conventions alone, mm. um, you know, would 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 when she's not getting the regular jobs, mm-hmm. like the rest of the Star Trek actors, um, now she's going to be some kind of joke, and I hate that, um, and I just hate that that they, they, they let this happen. Where's the HR division, right? I realize Seth, Seth, there are lots of pretty girls, right? Could you have just, I don't know. Kept it in your pants. Uh, I, he, then that disappoints me if that's the truth too, because I like him. He makes me laugh. Yeah. I know he people. I'm annoyed. Of course, I haven't watched Family Guy in a long time, and those a lot of him, his kind of Family Guy stuff goes a long way. Little of it goes a long way with me, but I don't hate him. But now I'm starting to because he's starting to ruin that show. I don't like all the guys in prosthetics. I don't like knowing their voices, so I know what they look like out of the makeup mm-hmm. because their voices are so distinctive. Well, like like. Uh, Jason Alexander, the bartender. Exactly. It's, it's George. I mean, it's George Costanza, it's George, right? Right. You know. Right. It's George, and the guy with the with the, the trunk in his in his stomach. And Patrick exactly Orbert. Like, yes. You thank know, you. The, the tech. You know. The, exactly. Yeah. Yes. But um, that's you know I, that's the problem. I mean, you know, he's he's a, a Hollywood guy. He knows all these people. He's you know they owe him favors. Yeah. Stunt casting. Says, yeah. Come on, my show, and they come on. But it's he a good show. I mean, it's a decent show. And if you can't. And if you know if you're in the United States and, and you aren't fortunate like us here in Canada and you can't afford or you don't want to pay for CBS All Access and you don't get and if you're an idiot to, and if you're an idiot you, you can't don't get access to Discovery, right? The Orville is your free alternative and it's not bad. It's, it's kind of like it's, a it's, that's it's why better better than a knockoff Chinese action figure. 
exactly. That's why I, 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 I care so much. That's why I'm hurt so much is because it seems like, you know, two episodes in, you're, you're shitting on a, on a formula that was is, is coming around to working, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but you got good relationships here. You got a good idea that that's mm-hmm. here, um, and you can really fill in that space that is is going to be uh, wants to be occupied by by people who want to hate discovery, right? Yeah. It's 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 like Chris Lockhart, as I love him, uh, he will never agree with me that that Star Trek Discovery is anything but Star Trek Disco, okay. which which offends me too because yeah. Disco is Disco. You don't <laughs> use Disco in a derogatory way. Who are you, you maniac? Say, say it's it's a pile of shit, but don't compare it to disco okay. in a, in a way that makes disco look bad. Yeah, well, you know, say Star Trek disco. I go, that's a good program. I'd watch that yeah. because the two of those together would be golden. No it's one's like, ever tried like, it. Like Soul Train to the Stars. Um, exactly. And look at the outfits. They're so seventies. <laughs> it, it it's a it's a winner. Um, so, but the Orville is obviously, but it still it still strikes me. You know, three episodes in. The, to the new season. I haven't seen the fourth episode yet. Uh, it's still made with love. It yeah, is. A lot of love. I mean, you know, the guy who does the music, obviously, I, I don't know how, how hard he works to make his soundtrack sound almost exactly like the Star Trek The Next Generation, except right. with the, the different but notes. It's it's yeah. it's a it's a balancing act that I'm I'm constantly in in awe of. I'm but, surprised that he's not being called into court. Like it, it's almost as good. Like if they brought Star Trek: Next Generation and the Orville music into court, people might you know they might go the way of of the Marvin Gaye thing, right? And they might have to pay because you're right. It's it very reminiscent and it's very smart because mm-hmm. it puts you in a Star Trek headspace yeah. that you you can you can accept what McFarlane's given you. Yeah, right? well, and it also it also it doesn't it doesn't hurt that. Seth has basically got all of the old Star Trek guys. I mean, behind the scenes as well as in front of the camera. And that's and, impressive. I mean, the fact know, Bron and Braga, Char- the producer. They, they, it's like this yeah. is what we did. This is the best stuff we did back. In, and you know, right. And maybe it's the stuff they couldn't do, but always wanted to do. And, and, and he's given them that chance mm-hmm. to kind of go back to those old ideas that kind of got rejected because they're almost too goofy. Yeah. Um, and I like, like Char- Charlize Theron. There's an example last year. He made a movie with her, and she w- she guested on his show. Yeah. Um, he could do, but again. Oh, he's got to do something to make me feel better about my poor Alana, because I I loved her. So now, are, I, you, are you are you are you that is that it? Are you are, now, will there be again, reconciliation, I, or are you going to go all Taylor Swift and we'll never ever ever get back together? Well, Taylor Swift, come on, that's ridiculous. I mean, after you've been with that maniac, you never want to go back. Thank God that's her policy. Okay. Because but, I don't want no backslipping. Because I don't I don't want to have to tell her no again. Okay. So so are no you officially no. broken up with with the I'm, I'm not. I'm not because she's still cute to me. Okay. Right. And I, her, her voice sounds like music to, to my ears. Her laughter sounds like music to my ears. Uh-huh. So eventually I'm, I'm going to relent and I'm going to come to a point where I'm going to have stuff to watch that I don't want to get into now. But mm-hmm. I'll see that those episodes there. I'll keep downloading them and I'll go, okay, I'll yep. try one. I'll, <laughs> I'll go on one date with her, but I'll meet her at the theater and we're splitting the ticket. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not, I'm not just going to go back to being her boyfriend. Because right. I got to think of myself, right? I got self self respect here. I'm a media darling, critic. I, mm-hmm. I, my my voice carries weight in this community of one, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is myself. So, you know, 
I don't care what these other idiots think. Damn idiot, mass audience. So that's what I think about when I think of people that don't comment. And people that I know and they comment about other shit, you know? I got one I'll, uh, just comments about things they hate about I, when I things about Obama, uh, Trump, you mm-hmm. know? Tell me something good about the podcast, bitch. Yeah. Right? You, you talk about you come every t- every day. You never say anything except if I if I say something bad about dear leader. <laughs> I mean, I have a little encouragement when I do do something nice that you like. Ninety nine percent of the time. Uh, I mean, what I give you too much is that your problem? People. Well, now uh, let's actually just back it up a bit and, and talk about a milestone that happened not too long ago. You got a million, sorry, nine, nine million. million. Nine I crossed million. the line. Yeah, nine well, million yeah. views. Nine million page views. Now, Again, when did that when did that happen? That was that was a couple. That, days okay, ago. that was a couple of days. Well, probably last maybe last week. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting watching it and I knew that the way my daily counts were that it was going to happen sometime in the day. I went and had a nap and I wanted to see it roll over like an old odometer on a car, but yeah. I, I thought I'd wait. And, um, again, I fell asleep. So when I got up, I, I looked and it was there and it, it kind of, that felt really good. I mean, yeah. 10's nice. It's good. 10 will, 10 will come, but when, you know, how long do you figure until you hit, hit a year? But a year. year? Okay. So yeah. next year we'll be doing a big blowout celebration for 10 years. Yeah. You think, years. yeah. And I go out and get, uh, punch and pie, and and nobody shows up, and I, I've got to figure out how long can I keep pieces of cherry pie in the freezer, right? Can I still eat this six months later, right? Is it still, <laughs> or will it be freezer burned, right? And then I got all those issues, yeah. you know. That's why I'm gonna I'm not gonna mix the punch until yeah. they get there. So you right? gotta you gotta see for next year. Next year you gotta come up with a contest or something. Come up with a big big you know. Build it up and say, I mean, you know, I really it, need to do more of that because I'm not getting near as enough attention or or respect. Yeah, we'll, have to do some, we'll have to do some brainstorming about that. I mean, I'm a thoroughly despicable human being on, on every other um, measure you want to you want to put on me, right? Mm-hmm. I am. I'm, I'm despicable, but I do this really well. And come, give me a little credit, right? <laughs> Even people that that think Trump's a bad president think he's a real. He's the worst president ever. Like mm-hmm. he's reached an achievement of presidents that is is um, uh, almost admirable. Because no one that stupid ever got that far, right? Nobody that crooked never got caught or never got any punishment for anything he ever did evil. And and that's just the shit we know. Yeah. Could you imagine what Ivana knows or any of those, you know? Uh, of course, the idiot kids don't know nothing. Well, Eric Eric barely knows how to put his shoes on. <laughs> he can't have laces because he'll hang himself. Um, and that Tiffany one, I wonder where the hell we never see her around. I, yeah. I have a dream she's a... A good one. She's a good person. She's like a Chelsea Clinton, you know. She's a good kid. Well, every <laughs> once in a while they mention a Trump name that I've never heard of, so it's like, yeah, they got they're everywhere. But oh, yeah. there's Baron, of course, who we know is special uh, yes. because he's special in Special Olympics way. You know, mm. the kid should be wearing a helmet. I understand. Or you I mean, know, he's he could be, like he could be a completely he could be the mastermind behind the whole thing. You never know. He never says a thing. But shut up. You know, <laughs> just shut up. You have to be. you have to stop now. You have to <laughs> stop right. talking now. He must be shutting up now because if that happens, then my mind will just blow up. I'm, I'll be done for this world because that would be the one twist I would never have seen coming. Yeah. Right? Be like like Pinky in the Brain, where Brain's inside the suit mm-hmm. of the guy. He's working inside the head. He's working all the levers uh-huh. to make his big human robot move. That'd be like we open up Trump's head and there's a little Baron sitting in there. <laughs> It'll be like little Stewie from Family Guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You never know. <laughs>
today you had a, a a little bit of a contretemps on your on the the cave of cold. Yes. Uh, you, you had you, you had a bit of a busy day. I mean, people weighing in on that whole um, thing about the Covington uh, Catholic School and the confrontation you know, with the uh, the native elder yeah, yeah. Nathan Phillips. You know, I, I think we've been we've we've seen this so many times. We've seen this exact situation so many times mm-hmm. that we all predicted what was going on. And even when we found out that, okay, maybe we didn't get it 100% right at the beginning, mm-hmm. we got it 95% right. Those MAGA hats are the new white hoods. They, they, uh, they represent a certain worldview mm-hmm. and a certain kind of white entitlement that is only taught to children by their parents or by the school or by the environment that they live in. Yeah. Um, these kids were not fighting against that. And I realize there's a mob mentality and teenagers and mobs go together like teenagers and, and bad decision making and yeah. teenagers and teen moms. And, I mean, they, and, you know, teenagers and, and acne. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They just go together. Yeah. But when I see this kid being lionized by the right, mm-hmm. instead of them saying, you know what? This was bad all around. You had the black Israelites who are a problem. You had these punks who were, were, were they were even catcalling girls too. Yeah. And being regular, entitled, white, private school jerks that mm-hmm. we all hate, like the Brent Kavanaugh's. Um, yeah. I'm sure we would have punched them all in the face if we saw them at the, na- the National Mall doing that. I would have, certainly. The mm-hmm. smug look on his face mm-hmm. when that when that elder was in front of him, when he should have been showing that man some respect. Because um, obviously he was a native and he was drumming. And I don't mm-hmm. care, unless you're a retard, you know that you give certain respect to certain uh, cultural um, things, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, um, and you know, he, right, he was right. there to keep the groups apart, yeah. right? That's, that, was, that was what, you know, but the thing is, with, with people coming in and saying, you know, they come in and say, well, Nathan Phillips, you know, he's, you know, wasn't actually a Vietnam vet and all of this stuff and oh. calling down his service records and stuff like that. And it's, you know, I mean, my, my point of view is that, you know what, he's, he was a, he was a native man in the 70s yes. and he signed up. Yes. He stepped up. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter whether he was a refrigerator paramount or what. You know, he's, exactly. He was he was enlisted. He was he was in the army at at the time of Vietnam. He could have got shipped over. He could have been said. He could have said, I, "I'm I'm Aboriginal. I don't have to go." You know, he's everyone. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, back yes. then those Covington boys would have been dro- dodging the draft or, or oh my god, with know, their staying in spurs. school to try and avoid uh, getting sent over to Vietnam. With he vol- he signed spurs. up. He volunteered. So you know, he's got more balls than than all of them put together. Exactly. No matter what his record says. Yeah. And and I don't I, I will you know I I don't think he actually ever said that he was a Vietnam vet. I think yeah. He always and he's always very careful to say he was a vet during the Vietnam era. And right. it's other news media that misquotes him that way. And I look at intention too. His intent was not to cause more trouble. His intent was to reduce the the temperature. Yeah. Um, I believe. And this kid, the look on his face, the hat, we knew what his intent was. Mm-hmm. He just didn't say anything, but you yeah. knew what he was thinking. You know what? All his buddies were saying it around him, right? The, the thing is, though, you're at a you're at a, a pro march rally, and you're wearing a Make America Great hat again. Right. Already, you, you've kind of put you yourself were, in a position where you're not. You got people's back up. Yes, you know, and right. and you know, the, I know the, what you are. I know what yeah. you are. And, and the black, I'm the black Israelite group was taking exception, I suppose. I don't yes. know what the situation was, but you know, Nathan Phillips sort of stepped in, and you know, when you got a drum, you know, that's it's a right. good distraction. Right. You can back use your drum. drum. And, 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 you know, for, for the native cultures, you know, the, the drums are a sacred thing. And, That's right. 
And I mean, the kids had it, it wasn't even common respect. And again, I, again, you can say boys will be boys and everything, but that again, Gillette came out with that new ad about toxic masculinity. Yeah. And my first response was like, thank God, that's thank you. Somebody at least with with some money and some access to uh, uh, the ability to make a slip commercial mm-hmm. made the right kind of slip commercial and didn't just save it for the Super Bowl, right? They they yeah. put it out and what's the first thing guys like? Mike, that fucking Mormon. Sorry, <laughs> I mean Mike, that fucking fucking Mormon. Um, uh, has the first thing out of his mouth is is it, it makes men into sissies and boys can't be boys and they can't stab each other in the playground anymore. <laughs> and remember when you could give a guy a chocolate swirly in the bathroom or or stick a broom up his ass because he he's a rookie on your your fucking hockey team, yeah. right? No, yeah. the good old days, they're gone, yeah, the, right? The good old days when you you know used to be able to you know sodomize a teammate, black right? people, uh, exactly. you know, yeah. Uh, and 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 it's like it, everybody it couldn't just say, you know, you're right. Guys, we mess up sometimes. We're assholes. We got to do better. We got to get between these kids who are acting like little maga assholes, and we got to set them straight. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Friday, I watched something that's 50 years old, uh, Dragnet, where Joe Friday's talking down some punks. You've grown up on instant orange juice. Flip a dial, instant entertainment. Dial seven digits, instant communication. Turn a key, push a pedal, instant transportation. Flash a card, instant money. Shove in a problem, push a few buttons, instant answers. But some problems you can't get quick answers to, no matter how much you want them. We took a little boy into Central Receiving Hospital yesterday. He was four years old. He weighs eight and a half pounds. His parents just haven't bothered to feed him. Now, give me a fast answer to that one. One that'll stop that from ever happening again. Right? Mm-hmm. About how, how, you know, the world's not as bad as you think, and you think you know everything, but you don't, and that man deserves respect. You know, it's a brilliant piece of, with, yeah. with, with him and uh, Harry Morgan um, mm-hmm. that they're talking to these 60s punks, and it's so relevant even it's today. Like the old, the old dragnet, yeah. Yeah, and he gives them advice that these kids, the Covington kids, need to hear. They don't need to be on right-wing radio and television, and, and they don't – why do they get a visit from Trump? Yeah, because well, they, the, the were, that, they were wearing his hat. Well, yeah, and they—that's right. They, he Trump invited them to the because they're all very fine people, which right, of course. we know what that means. Um, very fine white boys. Yes. The, uh, the he didn't waste any time getting a PR firm to, um, you know, uh, to help him with his image. Oh yeah, of course. Which is exactly the very same thing that, that a lot of the right wing guys accused David Hogg, one of the Parkland students, of doing. Right. You know, right. and they say, you know, that's one of the complaints about about the Parkland students is that they had PR firms and they were doing this. It's like exactly the same thing. God, exactly the did. same playbook that this guy has done, and yet silence crickets. Right. Oh, oh, because because they now because they got PR form, uh, firms because they needed some way to f- uh, formulate a message and formulate a way to say that message that mm-hmm. would reach uh, average people and would maybe get through all the emotion that. Um, it, it, it all this whole issue generates. Um, so I don't blame them for that. And this this kid doing the exact same thing, but then of course it's always a double standard. All yeah, the that's things the, that that's the thing. Oh, I mean, it's like Obama. You know, if Obama had done a, a tenth, a, a hundredth of all the shit that that Trump has done, you would have heard crime, blue murder. He, you know? he wore a tan suit, and Republicans lost their yeah, minds. Lost their minds. Yeah. Mitch McConnell. Yes. Uh, uh, um, um, his, Michelle grew a, a vegetable garden in the backyard. Socialism, socialism. <laughs> she grew and wrote vegetables. Socialism, right? Oh. It, it just it, it makes me insane when Mitch McConnell will keep the the, the government closed, 
because he's too much of a pussy to go up against Trump. He's, he's less of a man than Pelosi is. She's got bigger cojones than he does. Where she told him, no, you don't have to speak here. I don't have to give you a platform for your lies, right? Um, you know, where Obama can talk and they can yell out, you lie, right? Mm. And disrespect him in the House like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's, no, uh, there's no accounting for any kind of honor. Or anything. You got, you know, Rudy Giuliani as his spokesperson. And how does that asshole vampire get on the news every single night uh, saying the same BS? I mean, why don't I, I really wish the news business would do something um, to shut down a lot of this crap instead of putting them, giving them more of a voice? I know they try, and and a lot of them can beat down a Kellyanne Conway or that stupid Sir mm-hmm. Huckabee Sanders or. You know those people, but they're not yeah. doing it. Well, and, the the media tends to, they tend to give too much benefit of the doubt. Is you know, I mean, they say you know, I mean, it's standard journalism. You have to give you know fair balance. You know that that's a concept that's in journalism, but people sort of take that too far. And and the, but there right. is a point where you have to stop and say, okay, this is just not right. Be, right, because when true. everything he does it bad is fake news. Yeah, and then of course they they. They do something that makes them sound good, and even that is fake news because mm-hmm. uh, the, the the kids they they made, they made up the story about these poor white boys who were not doing anything at this mm-hmm. mall, right? But then you look at all the other video evidence of them just spending the day being assholes off a yeah. bus, right? Yeah. And obviously, um, oh, you want to hear something else about this school? Their valedictorian last year mm-hmm. was an openly gay kid. The uh, diocese would not let him speak at the graduation ceremony mm-hmm. because they were afraid, oh, it's too political. But no, they'll let these kids wear their freaking MAGA hats um, yeah. a year later. So he was the valedictorian, but because he was openly gay, he wasn't allowed to speak at graduation. So all the other speakers uh, left too, and him and the rest of them, they spoke with bullhorns out in the parking lot and made their point. But again, it's this Catholic white entitlement, this system, this patriarchy that protects this attitude that is just – Making me insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 well, I wouldn't want Samuel Jackson on his ass because I yeah. would start doing, you know, the, yeah, Ezekiel. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children and i will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers and you will know my name is the lord when i lay my vengeance upon thee and all of this is just it just why does it always feel worse the long older i get is it just age or is it that i just see more was I yeah. stupid younger? Am I just angrier now? Is it the weight of all the crap piling up? I don't get it. I get it, but well, I don't know. I, for me, it's I think it's kind of age. You know, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm I'm almost ready to call it. I mean, I'm, I'm almost ready to say, you know what? You know, we had a nice civilization here. It's, it's done. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sleep until the you know the apocalypse gets into full swing, and and then I'll see what I'm gonna do then. But you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, collecting canned goods and 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 yeah. making crossbow bolts. I yeah, mean, that's about it. Basically, just you know, get the shotgun out and it's like, kids, get off my lawn. And I know, you know, when kid, when people get older, and I mean, it's my, you know, 
you know, we all know old people. We all, you know, remember older folks when we were younger who had the same sort of thing. Oh, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. And and you think, oh, you know, you're out of touch, Grandpa. And I'm sure people think the same thing about me when I say stuff like that. But you know. Yeah, but I'm not though. I'm not out of touch. <laughs> I'm so in touch yeah. that you should be listening to me, right? Well, <laughs> because you know. I, I'm the we like to think that we, we have our, our finger on the pulse. But, I mean, you know, and, and, and you know, let's talk a little bit about Canadian politics because this is a Canadian show. Yes. Uh, you know, when you've got – and, I mean, I, I don't want to be calling down, you know, individual provinces by name, Alberta. But, yep. you know, when you've got, uh, you know, basically a province that's, you know, very conservative and, yep. uh, you know, they just can't can't sort of give, you know, the, the prime minister a break just because he's, you know – Oh, just because he's a Trudeau he's and a Trudeau. he yeah. speaks French – and I mean, I, 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 I listen to a lot of talk radio um, here from Calgary and Edmonton, and it's, it's extensively, especially at night, um, it's everything anti-Trudeau, anti-anti-anti-anti. He gets mm-hmm. no credit for nothing. Yeah. He's, you know what? The, the, he could, Trudeau could build the pipeline. He wants to, he's trying to build a pipeline. He's trying right. to build a, You know, he could build a pipeline, and right. they still wouldn't like him because he's, no. you know, he's not – he's liberal because he's – No, that's he right. Knows. And everybody has their own little, little uh, niche issues too. Mm-hmm. And again, I agree. There should be some things like the girl that came from Saudi Arabia. I mean, everybody's – why does she get in, right? Yeah. Why? Because she's young and pretty and is a girl, and we're making a point with the Saudi – you know, that's a good thing to do, right? It, it, to make a point, to rub yeah. their noses in it a little bit, right? Well, the, the so that would make I mean, them look a little bad, right? Yeah, but but there are others who, you know, there are other uh, you know, people from other countries. I mean, the, uh, the Syrian refugees. I mean, you know, they tend to focus on one or two, and 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 you know, they tend to focus on the photogenic ones or the ones with the, you know. But there's lots of them. And, I mean, I know some of them, some of them in in, in my community, and they're, you know, some of them got heartrending stories, but you know, they're just. It's right. It's it's everything. When I see the people with the yellow vests, that's a, the MAGA hat of Canada, right? Mm-hmm. We know what your yellow vest means. We know. Well, okay, again, you may be mad about the pipelines and stuff, but you're also pretty racist because though they they share that belief. Yeah, um, they're also a little confused, I think, because I was driving down the highway, I saw a yellow vest protest. I didn't know what it was, but I saw right. these signs that they were holding, and one of them, the first sign said, um, uh, "Tax corporations, not people." And the last sign I said was no carbon tax, which actually is a corporate tax. So yes. know, your, your yeah. messaging is a little confused. Uh, and also, you know, talking about right wing politics in Canada, you can't we have to talk about Doug Ford. Oh, unfortunately, another idiot. I mean, yeah. you make Trump look smart. He, well, you know, brother of, of the um, infamous uh, crack smoking <laughs> Toronto mayor, Rob Ford. Right. Who, who, right. Died of cancer and, and, not too long ago, and, and again in Canada, like Canada's most popular city, really its capital, uh, its heart, Toronto, right? Yeah. Um, it, it, you get you, you get this idiot mayor. I mean, mm. how does that happen? Yeah. How do, and now his brother's the, the the premier of the province, and yeah, yeah. How? And, and and he of course has said, you know, you cannot have a carbon tax because you know you'll bankrupt the province. And most economists have basically said uh, no, but but he's he's doubled down on it anyway because of course. Because they can never admit that they're wrong about something. Like mm-hmm. Trump, when it's cold out, he's calling for a little old-fashioned global warming, yeah. right? And that cheers people up, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, especially when, when the snows come and the workers that are supposed to clear the roads and stuff are not are, are furloughed or calling in sick because they're not getting paid. But no, the, the assholes that make the rules still get paid. And what's this thing in Canada about the speaker and the, and the sergeant-at-arms robbing everybody blind? Have you yeah, heard about that story? Yeah, I... I, I, I not sure what the details of that, but there's yeah, some sort of that's a new one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
which is surprising because so, usually um <laughs> yeah i know i know yeah. when i've heard about some of these things and the amount of money and stuff i'm thinking whoa Where's the yeah. accountability? Where's the where's the checks and balances? Usually they catch things like this. Like mm -hmm. Jason Kenny, they got him cold, saying that he was living in a nursing home uh, where his mother lives in Alberta, and that was his primary residence. So he gets money for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he didn't sleep one night in that nursing home. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Right? He yeah. wasn't eating a nursing home breakfast with mom. You know, oh, he wasn't. Sure. You know, he wasn't getting up. Uh, to turn off the light in the middle of the night because it disturbed her when he went to pee, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and he's talking like, you know, like it's not a, a big deal, but it is. Mm -hmm. It's a little the little corruptions. Yeah. It's the little the little things he does thinking he wouldn't get caught. Yeah. It's what you do when no one's looking. Mm -hmm. That is the real um, thing that angers me here. Yeah. Well, you know, and getting back to the uh, the incident with the Covington students, you you've got a situation where. You, do you remember the? There's an old Kurosawa film called um, Rashomon. Rashomon, yes. Where you tell the same story from different points of view. You get a yes. different story, but depending on who's telling it. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rashomon. You, I, I, I find that I, I occasionally run into a similar situation, and, and Rashomon's one of my favorite movies. So of course I keep thinking about it a lot. But mm -hmm. um, you have people from the Republican Party in, in America, or or you know, uh, in, in the right wing in in, in Canada, mm -hmm. who have a different take on what we think is basically reality and how like uh, are uh, is it because they've lost their jobs to immigrants like the the job that an immigrant's going to do you're no, you don't want yeah. you don't have right mm -hmm. they're not taking your um you know computer programming job or they're not taking your police job they're not be, if you're a fireman they're not going to get you right yeah. you know i i just look at the they're looking for demons where there aren't demons yeah. and because because, you know, yeah, the guys who are complaining about the immigrants taking their jobs, it's like, yeah, because, you know, you're you're obviously really want to be cleaning other people's pools right. and, and doing their gardening and, and you know, picking and their apples from their orchards. And they have this belief that they come here and they're given this kind of golden parachute, golden handshake, and they're, they're given all this advantage, right? Mm -hmm. well, well, again, they are entitled to that same advantage if they fall below a certain level of of, of, of you know, if they can't work or they're hurt, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not like they're losing anything. No. Right? That these that the immigrants are taking away from them. No. It's not that the immigrants are, are riding around in limousines, you know, buying steaks and, and you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and lobster yeah. and things yeah. like that and, and laughing. It's not, it's not like they've furloughed furloughed workers and, and aren't paying yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? They they act they act in a way that is so counterproductive. And again, the power structure loves this mm -hmm. because it kind of separates it, it gives – if people got a boogeyman, then that's what they're going to focus on. Yeah. And that's a good way to focus their hate and they're just to distract them from what the real important things are. That if we all – and I hate to say it, if we all got together, we could change things, but it will never happen because there will always be assholes on the other side who want to change things their way. And they don't get it that I know better, right? <laughs> and so maybe maybe I'm the problem, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. I mean I thought about it and said, Calvin, maybe you're wrong. Maybe bigotry and racism, because you could do that really well. <laughs> like, you could be a hell of a racist. I mean, I think, Calvin, you would be Grand Dragon. I've got faith in you. You'd wear the best robe with the, <laughs> you know, they'd give you that nice green one, you know, yeah. with all the stripes on it and stuff. You'd get the respect, because, you know, I could do that. But the fact that I don't, <laughs> I think, makes me a better person. Why don't other people feel that way? Why do they feel like I'm a better person because I just put that black man in his place on social media, uh -huh. you know? Sure, I do call Mike um, 
an effing retard a lot of times. And I do say his religion is goofy because it is goofy, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm just telling the truth. I'm not a bad you know, person for hating what stupid people are doing. Yeah, well, you know, but every once in a while, you, you run into a situation where someone has such a different take on reality. You think, you think am I wrong? Have, have yeah. I got it wrong? It's, it just seems so backwards, and it's like, wow, that's just so weird. But no, it's not weird. It's it's I, infuriating. It is. It's infuriating because I want to. I want to uh, like Festivus. As I rain blows upon him, right? I thought <laughs> there has to be a better way, <laughs> yeah. but I just, I just want to be enraged. Yeah. Like yeah. even now, I'm 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 so bleh, I can't even get worked up to be angry enough. And <laughs> you're well, you know, so you just feel shell shocked sometimes. With, it almost is that, man. And maybe because I'm cleaning my room too, and, and I got a different view, you know, because I put different things out and hung different things on the wall. So maybe that's freaking me out too. I don't know, <laughs> you know. Maybe I changed my view, view, and nothing changed. You know. Okay. You, well, wind, you know. Yeah. So you 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 cleaned your environment. Yes. You, you did a Marie Kondo. Oh well, basically, you know, basically. It's yeah. like a hazmat suit and everything, you know. And and when you get under, the, you know, when you got to move the mattresses and you and you see how big the dust bunnies are underneath, right? Then you know, uh-huh. you know. When in the daylight you look at the black curtains and you realize, well, that cat boy he brushed against those curtains often, doesn't he? You know. <laughs> and then those got to go in, and it's like yeah. everything. And then you got to wash the closet. I got to wash the inside of a closet because, of course, for ten years I all the dust got in there because mm-hmm. I never, you know. I just I was neglectful in my closet maintenance duties, right? I yeah. didn't do that. I didn't keep up with my closet maintenance. So now have so, you have you downsized? Have you thrown anything out? Uh no, of course you not. You just rearranged. You, so you didn't it. actually do a Marie Kondo. You well, no, oh no, oh, oh her. You're talking that psycho. Yeah. Who says we can only have 30 books? Yeah. Well, please. What's it, your, it, I mean, people have been going nuts about that about Marie Kondo and her downsizing. Again, it's a millennial thing. They love having nothing. They love mm-hmm. being able to put everything they own into a a, a satchel. Right. Yeah. Just in course they get raptured or, or something happens <laughs> or they find out they've been transported to Europe or something or kidnapped mm-hmm. into the sex trade. They want to have just a, their needy stuff that they have, a change of underwear and socks. Right. Yeah. And keep, and keep keep warm socks in a plastic bag because that's a secret, man. Because <laughs> if your bag gets wet, your socks get wet. But mm-hmm. if your bag gets wet, and you got your socks in a plastic bag. Yeah. They stay dry. Now, the, so. the whole the whole hatred for Marie Kondo and her and her downsizing, I've. I, I, I've actually been. I, I've I've heard some people actually almost say it's a form of racism because it's a cultural thing. I mean, it's a Japanese thing. I, yes. I One of my friends works. He teaches English in Japan. He's from from. He's actually an American, but he teaches right. English in Japan. And he he says that a lot of the hatred for Marie Kondo is is uh, basically cultural insensitivity. They, they don't understand the Japanese culture. Right, right, and and that makes perfect sense because they are very minimal, minim, minimalist. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at any, you know, even the ones that live in those little, like a room that's about the size of a normal bathroom, mm-hmm. right? About that size, even those are minimalist, right? Yeah. You know, well, they, no, they, every, but they are because they have to be. Yes. Yeah. Small island, large population. You yeah. don't have much of a choice. And you don't, have, and that's nice. You don't have to be a yeah. hoarder. But when right? you're living in the in the Midwest or 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 in Alberta, you know, or in Red Deer or or Manitoba yeah. or whatever, you've got lots of space. You can you can have like three or four broken down cars on your property and. Yeah, that's no right. And, come and, and say if, you got to clean it up. You know? And if people sleeping in them, yeah, of course you can. That's your right. <laughs> but yeah, I I just think she's she's almost making people more stressed, 
because then now what do I get rid of? It's like when they do those hoarder episodes and the hoarder starts to get stressed because they're getting rid of too much of the the the, the dead animals. Yeah. I like to keep some of those dead cats, please. Right? I, I, I can't watch that not because of the not because of the, people watch those things and go, Oh god, I can't believe that what that hoarder is throwing out. I, I actually watch those things and I, I my heart goes out to the guy who's hoarding because it's like I know how difficult it is to throw shit out. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Don't make you him f- throw out his That's right. That's right. I can't do newspapers it. going back to the nineteen seventies, for God's <laughs> sakes. Don't make him throw those out. I'm gonna need those twist ties someday, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, and I under, yeah, you're right. I do understand it, um, and I'm so glad that I, I at least I got to last year was uh, liquidating comic books. This year was more action figures, so I was able to reduce my collection. And I and, and I thought that was something I could never do. Yeah. But I'm glad that I did because it kind of stopped me from just you know buying something because I uh, I just thought I needed it for my collection. Right. Mm-hmm. When I realized I don't uh, Ninja Turtles. Why do I need n- anything Ninja Turtle? I got to buy four of every everything. Yeah. Right, I got to get all four of them. Right, I do like the vehicles; kind of look cool. But eh, I just eh. so I got rid of anything Ninja Turtle I had. Right, and some people are very happy about that. Right, but I felt no guilt about about letting it go. Yeah, because it just it it came it's it's come to that point where I'm going to keep my tre- treasures and and enjoy them more instead of having them sit around in tubs. Like uh, you should, I got I got really lucky. Like I got a, a pretty good friendship out of it, and uh, the guy that I I deal with, uh, it, that's kind of his business. He's more into the hockey cards and stuff, but mm-hmm. pop culture, he knows his his stuff, um, and little Lego figures and th- and so on. And he has a little kind of table he sets up at the mall uh, mm-hmm. every weekend. So um, I was glad that a lot of my stuff could go to him because he gave me a good price, and it really helps his business because he's got some really good inventory now. Mm-hmm. For the three little stores that he deals with in Red Deer, and then yeah. he has in Calgary and Edmonton, so uh, yeah. that's kind of that was a really good thing to for me to do too, because I had mm-hmm. good, I personal, it, it helped me personally. Yeah. Where I wasn't feeling so overwhelmed by everything. Like I had one guy, was, I, I was saying a dollar a comic, right? Mm-hmm. When I was getting rid of my 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 things, my my over overage that I had, too much yeah. stuff, and the guy was going. Was that one dollar for all of them? <laughs> and I'm like, no, you idiot. Eat comic. Well, that seems a little much. I'm just gonna cut them up, then pay a dollar, right? Get well. I didn't want. I don't want just Wolverine pictures. Well, get one that's got mixed stories yet. You know. And it's like he wasted so much of my life. Even if it was maybe a minute in real time, it felt like it was hours of dealing with this guy. Yeah. And then he finally came out. And he maybe bought five comics, five dollars, but he had only like three dollars on him. And I'm like, you're killing me, man. You're just killing me. <laughs> and and he sat there for probably an hour looking for stuff, and he buys three, and I just, oh, uh, right. But then and I met a good guy who was was able to like take chunks, you know, mm-hmm. and get me good prices. And he realized what he had. And so, um, it there, it can be done, but it also can be a nightmare because unfortunately. You know, we're living in a time where where people do want that stuff, but the kids they want their electronics, right? And yeah, and 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 you're right about millennials wanting to down, and everyone wants to downsize. It seems the tiny house uh, yeah. movement and everyone. It seems you know it, it seems like you know fairly you know middle class people, not the rich people. Rich people still want their mansions. But oh, they want more. Yeah. Middle class people are still are saying you know, I, we don't need all this you know stuff. Let's right. let's 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 you know let's live in a in a in a cabin in the woods. Let's live in a shack. It's like, I, I, and of course, I all the heard a, a all generations of, of poor people. It was like, oh, yeah, now, yeah. Where, are we, now go, where are we going to live? Let's you go know, back to you, that. Yeah. You've you, you, you got our, our, our shack. Now what are we going to do? Right. <laughs> yeah. Where are we going to live? Back on the streets. Yeah. yeah. We'll just trade homes. 
<laughs> we'll take all your shit and you come and live in our, our hobo shack yeah. because it's trendy now to be <laughs> the hobos, right? You're out there with your brie cheese and you're, and you're pissed off because you left the, 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 your favorite bottle opener or, or corkscrew at home, right? You got to use the corkscrew from your, your, uh, your key ring, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. got you mad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas so. it's like, you know, the other people is like, oh, corkscrew, you know. I just well, open them. I use my belt buckle. You know? Well, there was one family who sold everything. I think their youngest child was seven and the oldest one was like 14. And they sold everything to travel the world for a year mm-hmm. and go to all these countries and do things and, and have this big experience and have the yeah, kids see, educated. Yeah, that seems like a, a great idea, but, with, you know, with, with children, I mean, that's, that's… Oh, man, not today, not in this I world. I couldn't do that. No. But again, probably- they… I, I could see people tr- trying to do something like that, but the, the amount of oh, effort, the change, it kills ordinary people, mm-hmm. change. You know, people don't like change. The hoarders never like it, right? I don't They're like never it. happy. I hate change too. <laughs> I hate people who suggest change, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't even want to be changed, you know? I don't want you know, I just want to sit in my own filth. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have to ask to be changed. Yeah. I'm not gonna change. I'm gonna pretend to change. Yeah. No one's gonna change. Well, the world's not know, gonna change. What is the old thing? They say be the change you want to see in the world. I hey, I'm, if, I'm if just I'm, gonna stay the way I am. Yeah, because I'd be carrying a sword if I was the change I wanted to see in the world. Yeah. And I'd be stabbing stupid people. <laughs> and people would be going, Zoro, Zoro as I drove went by. Right? Uh, so now, actually, there's another topic that you needed to talk about, and that's what? the amateur stripping in Yellowknife. Oh my God, can you believe that at all? Like, now I Yellowknife... can't believe there are strippers in Yellowknife. Well, of course there are. There's because Yellowknife is, is a very cold. But for those of you who don't know, Yellowknife is up north in Canada. Yep, Northwest Territories. Northwest it's, Territories. There's, there's a gold there's, mine there called yep. Giant Mine. You might have heard there was an explosion there when there was a mine strike. Um, some guy, some people were killed. He planted explosives, and um, it was a big, huge uh, event for that whole town. Um, beautiful, beautiful place, though. It's it's very clean, nice people. Cold though. Yeah, very um, cold. Very cold. So now, 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 it's got you've got to have some sort of incentive to actually take off your clothes when you're in Yellowknife because yeah, it's yeah. cold. So and they now, import this. They bring in the strippers. They've got airports and everything. So okay, there's no, a I can circuit. See that they bring in the strippers. These are professionals. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, I mean, I know. I, I've got to do my job. I know right? it's like 40 below, but guys are guys. Yeah, it's not 40 below inside the club. Okay, it's well, not like they're making them strip in the middle of the street. No, right? But I mean, on when they, someone opens the door, dog or sled. Yeah, yeah, because the because yeah because of course in Yellowknife they put the stripper bar right near the door, so when it opens up, you know, <gasps> go so, no, so, right? so this this stripper bar in Yellowknife started. Yep. You know, saying amateurs can come in. Yeah, we'll have day. an am. We'll have an amateur night, and I'm yeah. thinking this isn't a a, a comedy club. This isn't stand up. This isn't well, okay. Mom always wanted to do stand up, so mm. she's gonna go to amateur night and tell a few jokes. Or mom mm. always wanted to strip, so she's gonna go to amateur night and bring her girlfriends along. I mean, I have this vision of the guy coming from work at the mine, thinking he's gonna stop for a beer. Oh, let's go see some some peelers, right? Yeah. While we enjoy their buffet. Um, and then, of course, his little girl, who he spent all that money on gymnastics uh, classes, is right in front of him twirling around the pole, right, because it's amateur night. Oh. Hi, Dad. <laughs> you know, that's my vision. Yeah. People, people you'd see at the grocery store would be the people that would have seen you on amateur night. Mm-hmm. And you know amateur night would be huge because in a small community like that, you'd have to come out and see 
who was dancing in amateur night? Oh, that one. Oh, she's a hoe anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> if, they're, if they're already escorts and prostitutes, okay. We know that that's fine. I knew, yeah. okay, she's taking her shot at the big time, right? Maybe yeah. I should encourage that like America's Got Talent, right? I'm going to vote for her. Yeah, she's a local yeah. girl, local prostitute. Go for it, right? <laughs> You know, she's from down my street. I see her from my <laughs> from my balcony. Yeah. Right? She works but my that, corner. But you know, or you know, the alternative to your scenario would be, you know, a couple of you know, a couple of uh, guys from school, you know, you know, local Catholic school or whatever, you know, with yeah. their MAGA hats, go blow off steam at the amateur yeah. night, <laughs> sit down, yeah. and it's like, Mom, what? Well, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And, and it's like, like uh, um, already, already uh, Lang and then Howard Stern. Show once is that. You know that thing where you, you, you call your friend's mother a whore and one of the kid's friend's mother really is a whore <laughs> and you know how uncomfortable that is? <laughs> so it's like in South, in South Park too. Mom, you know, Cartman asking his mother, are you doing German Scheiser videos? You tell me, right? <laughs> of course, sweetie. And, of course, you can see the videos that his mother is doing German Scheiser videos, right? <laughs> you tell me, right? <laughs> and all the kids are writing about it because, oh, Cartman, it's your mom. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, just a yeah. That's what it would be like. It it'd be like in your own house if you put a stripper pole in your in the school, right? Mm-hmm. And it just invited students to start dancing, right? <laughs> that's how inappropriate it is. Yeah, it's just I. Uh, but I I hope it goes through. I want to see it it work out. Okay, you know, it's well, a it's a business. It's like that guy that in Edmonton who who collects um uh old video game um stand up arcade games. Yeah, pinball uh, machines, and he started in his garage in Edmonton, uh-huh. and now he's got people booking parties, and he's in bachelorette and all this stuff, and he's he, he gets an interview a day. Yeah. I've been following his page, and all everybody wants to know his 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 his, his, his a gig. And yeah, I, don't, no, I, I I saw I, that he built he built a, basically a, an arcade in his garage. Yeah, and, okay, and he repairs really cool. and he's dressed in the Luigi costume. That's right, uh-huh. and he was playing he was playing Super Mario, uh-huh. and um. He basically repairs them too, so he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So it's a smart business for the guy to be in. And he hit, and he's hitting nostalgia. He's hitting me right where I live. Yeah. Because I think I saw in one of those pictures. I think I saw a Gallagher game in the corner there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, oh man, if he's got orange soda and pizza slice and jail bait, oh, that's heaven for me. That takes me <laughs> back to old. I remember in those days I was jail bait as well. Yes, I was underage, and so were all the other girls. Don't send me any letters, please. Uh, yeah, um, we were now all, all the, now. Then. All those girls would be in in their fifties, just like us now. Exactly. But, yeah. Right. So it was orange. Sli- it was orange pop slices and jail bait. That was mm-hmm. why we went to the the arcade. Yeah. Um. But th- that I would go there, and and they still if they're not loony games. They're still quarter games, mm-hmm. and you can sit and play forever. I mean, I would just oh. I, I, I mean, I was even thinking of going to Edmonton, getting a hotel room, and just kind of hanging out for two days in Edmonton, and go spend there and see if I stay there all day. Yeah. Right. Just playing the uh, the pong, or if I see that original pong game that yeah. I first played in Europe in the seventies, mm-hmm. when it was, I remember that game was so big in this hotel we were staying in. Businessmen in their suits with their briefcases. I always remember this. Were at lunchtime they'd come by and they're lining up to play each other, and it was pong. <laughs> pong. It was, just, the wor- it was the it was it was two paddles, man. Yeah, two paddles and the little light. That, boop and you boop 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 and they had <laughs> their little dials and people were mesmerized. Me yeah. and my sister were too because we'd run there and when nobody was playing, of course, when late at night or at really early in the morning before breakfast in the hotel, we got mm-hmm. to be on it. And I remember it was in this room by itself and this beautiful old. Uh, it was in in in, in Salzburg. Um, and in this beautiful hotel, this old hotel where it had this big grand piano. Mm-hmm. And a ballroom and a 
a pong game. Mm-hmm. It was like so. It, it was like a, a time traveler. It's like Ludwig the Mad came back in time and grabbed a pong game and brought back to Neuschwanstein, right? Because that's what the image was. Yeah. Um, so uh, I remember those old – or the old shooting ones, you know, that mm-hmm. had the, and the good old pinball games or that one with the torpedo where you look through the periscope. The, yeah. The one that got me – the one that blew my mind was the tank battle one. Oh, that and was, was so it good. Because it was fully 3D. I mean, it was just green lines. You know, right. It was, it was the, the most basic – um, you know polygons that you can you can well, when put you together. hit a hit a rock you had to actually go back it yeah, actually but you were you. it's like you were in the tank you know you were in yeah. the, you could move around and, and the physics kind of worked you know yeah yeah and that that was what blew my mind I mean people were saying oh the graphics are just terrible and they would go play Donkey Kong but that tank game was mine oh you could um, play that forever and then of course yeah. then be, the, I remember one like that, that you're talking about it was a uh, Star Trek Enterprise game mm. and it was a sit you actually sat in a chair like Kirk oh yeah. And all your buttons were on the right and the left mm-hmm. to work the shields and the phaser and the photons and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, like, you felt like you were on the bridge of the Enterprise um, when you were doing your fighting. Again, the, the graphics weren't great, but that interactiveness, mm-hmm. I thought that was the next level. Oh, boy. I just, you know. And then, and then of course, they came out with the, the driving games that actually rumbled when you went off the road. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. And then, of course, it, then of course Dragon Lair came down and we were almost like a, a cartoon. But mm-hmm. nobody could win at Dragon Lair. I could so not you, even play it. I couldn't. Get I, it I couldn't get past the first yeah. time because you so were fast enough. Oh, it was the worst game ever because you yeah. just couldn't do it. And Don Bluth, I the Secret of Nim, I, I hate him because he did the animation for that one. I know he, he I, he's deal. a talented, very talented animator. But he was a crap video game producer. Oh, you know, <laughs> bad, bad game. Yeah. It, it it stole more of your money than any game, and yeah. you 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 would put in twice as much as you thought you would. Because you were kind of embarrassed that you couldn't get farther, yeah. And eventually you gave up. <laughs> it's like trying to win a stupid stuffed animal at the fair, right? Yeah. You, you try more times than you should. Well, that's true. You should just you walk spend, away. You spend twice as much as you would. If, yeah. You know. Yeah. You and then of course it. the guy gives you the, the thing because he feels sad for you. Yeah. I mean, right? you know, with the money you that banana. you spend on it, you could have bought your sweetheart a big gunned good yeah. bear and, and <laughs> yeah. flowers, but you know, right. you got this crappy little. In a tuxedo, in in an Armani tuxedo, I could get a gun bear, you know. This has been a COC production.